Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Quincy on the Law. My name is Quincy and I hereby present another episode of Quincy on the Law. So today I want us to discuss a topic in environmental law. I want us to review some legislation. This is the Sustainable Waste Management Act of 2021, which was recently assented to by President Kenyatta. As you may be aware, Sustainable waste management is the process that involves using material resources in order to reduce the amount of waste that is generated and managing the waste in a way that contributes to the environmental, social and economic, go and economic goals of sustainable development. So let's get right into it. Now, according to a colleague and an environmental lawyer called Ian Jadi, the Sustainable Waste Management Act is a breath of fresh air in the sense that for a long time the issue of or the issue of waste management was left to the county councils and as such it was not dealt with on national level. He says that the act comes to address the systemic issues that have long plagued collection and separation of waste as well as recyclability and reuse of waste materials in a sustainable manner. So the act was assented to by the president, but it states that it shall come into operation on such a date as the cabinet secretary responsible for sustainable waste management shall gazette. According to the long title of the act, this is an act that seeks to provide for the sustainable management of waste with a view to realize the constitutional right to a clean and health and healthy environment. It complements numerous other uh, environmental legislation. The act was established to provide a legal and institutional framework for sustainable waste management and among its, its objects was to promote sustainable waste management and procurement services as well as establish environmentally sound infrastructure for sustainable waste management in addition to creating an enabling environment for employment in green economy, waste management, recycling and the recovery industry. Furthermore, the act was established to promote and ensure effective delivery of waste services. I've already described what sustainable waste management is. So the act uh, defines domestic waste to mean any waste other than hazardous waste generated from a domestic residence. It uh, proceeds to describe industrial waste as waste arising from, a, from, from processing or manufacturing or any trade undertaking in the form of liquid, non-liquid, solid, or gaseous substances. The Act describes uh, waste valorization as, the, as any activity aimed at converting waste, including materials, chemicals, and sources of energy, into useful products by reusing, recycling, or composing the waste. So there are a couple of guiding principles that uh, you can... Uh, run like a golden strand all throughout the act and these principles uh, I'm going to discuss them the act is guided uh, by the general principles of the right to a clean and healthy environment as espoused in the constitution of Kenya 2010 this is as it seeks to promote the rights of citizens to a clean and healthy environment and who as a result of the lack of proper systems for sustainable waste have long been plagued by the mountains of haphazardly disposed waste resulting in toxic landfills that have caused various ailments and befoulment of air, among other effects. 
So the first principle is the right to a clean and healthy environment. The second principle is the precautionary principle. This principle states that in the event of the scientific uncertainty with regards to a particular action, such an event shall not be used to postpone the measures to prevent environmental degradation where there are threats of damage to the environment. In addition to the precautionary principle, the Act also enshrines the polluter pays principle, which mandates that the cost of cleaning up any element of the environment that has been damaged by pollution or by pollutants shall be paid by the pollutant, by the pollutant, sorry. So the cost of beneficial uses of the environmental loss as a result of pollution and any other costs associated with or incidental to pollution shall be borne by the polluter. The next principle is the Act promotes ecosystem and ecological services payment to persons such as farmers and landowners who have taken steps towards conservation of natural resources as an incentive. The Act also uh, promotes the zero waste management principle where products are designed and managed to reduce the volume and toxicity of waste and materials. Uh, it's also in a bid to conserve and recover all resources and prevent the burning or burying of resources that tend to pollute the environment. Now, there are various actors in the Sustainable, in the sustainable Waste Management Scheme, uh, actors with various roles and various powers, but first I want us to look at the Cabinet Secretary in charge of the environment. The Cabinet Secretary in charge of the environment has the mandate to formulate policy, develop regulations in consultation with the National Environmental Management Authority. He has the mandate to coordinate adherence to international obligations. He has the mandate to oversight and minister the implementation of the Act. The CES is, has also the mandate to establish the Waste Management Council. The Waste Management Council... Uh, the Waste Management Council is to be established within a year of, of, operation, of, of, <laughs> a year of operation of the Act. The Council is to be headed by the CS and its responsibilities are to provide analytical support on sustainable waste management uh, to ministries, agencies and county governments, to serve as the National Knowledge and Information Management Centre for Sustainable Waste Management, it's, it has the mandate to collaborate with other agencies in the international, national, and county government level with regards to identifying sustainable waste prevention, reduction, reuse, recycling, and disposal strategies. It also has the mandate to develop the national strategy for reduction of land-based pollution to the marine environment. These are the uh, roles of the Waste Management Council, as you can see. It shall comprise of the uh, CS being the head, the chair, the chairperson of the Environmental Committee of the Council of County Governors, a representative from the Ministry of Environment, a representative from the National Treasury, a representative from the National Environmental Management Authority, the chairperson of the caucus of the County Executive Committee members in charge of the environment, and three other persons to be appointed by the CS owing to their competencies in sustainable waste management. Okay. We can see that clearly the uh, Law Society of Kenya has been left out. We would need an environmental legal mind to sit in the Waste Management Council so as to assist this committee to interpret the law and guide it forward in terms of legal matters. Uh, and what happens in the event that the CS doesn't appoint anyone in the private sector into the Waste Management Council? 
if you appoint any, only people from the public sector, there would be a problem because I would like to think that sustainable waste management has always been pushed forth by NGOs and private entities. So they should not be left out because now that we are nationalizing the same. Uh, the Waste Management Council is yet to be operationalized, but shall be done, that shall be done within a year through appropriate regulations to be passed by the CS. Now, the other main major actor in the sustainable management scheme, sustainable waste management scheme, is the National Environmental Management Authority, NEMA. NEMA is uh, obligated to develop standards and guidelines on sustainable waste management. Uh, it's obligated to generate and disseminate information. It's uh, obligated to enforce waste management legislation. It's uh, obligated to conduct research. It has the mandate to establish a national waste management information system. There appears to be a role or overlap of this role because uh, we know that the Waste Management Council, uh, I'll call it WMC, has the mandate to serve as the National Knowledge and Information Management Center for Sustainable Waste Management. But here also, NEMA is obligated to act as the National Waste Management Information System. Okay, let's move on. The next actor is the county governments. County governments are responsible for implementing the devolved function of waste management and also facilitating the financial and operational conditions for the effective performance of the Act. County governments are also directed to pass county waste management legislation, ensure disposal of waste is done within their county boundaries, provide central collection centers for recyclable materials, collect and maintain a waste management data center within the counties. So the county, the NAMA, and the WMC each must maintain a data management or waste management waste management data information system. Now, uh, we know that waste management is essentially a default function. However, it's we can see that it's a shared function. That this is why this act had been passed by the National Assembly way earlier, but it had to go to the Senate for their approval. Now, it is intended that the act shall be effectuated by policies and regulations which should be passed by the cabinet secretary within two years. The National Environmental Management Authority is entitled to be consulted. This regulation shall cover the closure of open dump sites, the procedures for sustainable waste management, expansion of the market for recycled products, and the promotion of health, safety, and environmental standards. Now, among the key elements introduced by the Sustainable Waste Management Act are the take-back schemes. Take-back schemes can be explained as so. Now, there are products and packages that usually cause negative impact to the environment. These products and packages shall be returned to the seller after their use. This is what is, has been, is being introduced by the Sustainable Waste Management Act. The mandate, the, the obligation for the seller to uh, receive these packages and products that cause negative impact to the environment post-consumer use. It's also mandated that these products shall be marked with a special label, the manner and form of the marking, the processes and procedures for the collection, the processing and treatment of these products and packaging shall be provided in regulations to be passed by the cabinet secretary. Another aspect covered by the act is the introduction of the extended producer responsibility. You see, any entity engaged in the production, conversion 
or importation of products and packaging shall bear the extended producer responsibility over the products for the purpose of reducing the environmental impact from these products and packages. These entities are mandated to use designs of environmentally friendly and recyclable, recyclable products and also make financial contributions to a collective scheme. All these entities are to join the scheme within one year of the act coming into operation. Uh, these entities are mandated to mark recoverable and recyclable products with a special label and they shall receive these products post-consumer use. Now, the responsibility of manage, uh, for the management of waste generated from a public, public entity lies with the accounting officer. Just before I forget, there's an important rule of NEMA that I didn't mention. I just bypassed it by mistake. This is the issuance of licenses for waste management activities, save for where county governments have jurisdiction. Very, very important. Now, uh, whereas when it comes to representation, private sector entities may have been left out. But when it comes to compliance and liability, they have been joined in the fray. <laughs> they are mandated to be private sector entities are mandated to prepare a three-year waste management plan and submit an annual uh, monitoring report to the National Environmental Management Authority. The failure to submit the plan attracts a fine of not more than 200,000 shillings or the imprisonment not exceeding three months. A private sector entity must adopt cleaner production principles, identity and identify and eliminate the negative impact of their products. They must enable the recovery and reuse of products, reclaim and recycle, collect and cause to be disposed of waste in accordance with the acts. Inter alia, a private sector entity or any of its officers that fail to manage waste in accordance with the act commits an offence and on conviction shall be liable to a fine of at least 5% of the entity's income registered in the previous tax year, or 5 million, whichever is higher, and a fine of at least 200,000 for the entity's officers. These penalties are grave, my friend. Now, members of the public shall have access to the sustainable waste management records, which will be at NEMA. Now, just let's just go back to that, those fines. Now, it is, it is very important that any private sector entity that produces products that are likely to cause negative impact to the environment to comply with this provision. They are mandated to prepare a three-year waste management plan because the fines are quite hefty. And when NEMA strikes, it's never, uh, <laughs> it's never sweet. Now, let's, members of the public shall have access to the sustainable waste management records, which will be at NEMA. This is in order to fulfill the public's participation and access to information, which are important tenets in ensuring the enforcement and implementation of environmental principles. I mean, environment near to water, it's ours. It's for us all. Now, the Act provides for access to information, particularly for waste management records, and also encourages public participation in the operationalization of the Act and in procedures set out under the Constitution. Remember, you can access the database at the Waste Management Council, you can access the database at the county government, and you can access the database at the National Environmental Management Authority. Now, NEMA shall is the enforcer. <laughs> NEMA shall monitor and enforce compliance of the Act. A person who fails to manage waste as for the Act shall be required to clean up and restore the site where the waste was being managed to its natural state. When it comes to dispute resolution, 
Any party who is aggrieved by the refusal to grant a license, imposition on any condition or any license, any fee payable under the Act, or the imposition of a restoration order, may within 60 days appeal to NET. NET is the National Environmental Tribunal. Now, the Act eh, provides for a general penalty of not less than 2 million, 2 million and not more than 4 million or to imprisonment for a term not exceeding four years or both. A general penalty means that if you if there is any offense in this act which an express an express penalty has not been provided for, then you are liable to be charged and uh, the penalty to be imposed will be the general penalty that is provided under the as aforestated. Now the other in in wrapping up the other important aspects that are covered by the Act. The Act provides for the allocation of fees for waste management activities and services by county governments and also calls for the introduction of incentives by government agencies for waste management activities and services in all levels and to the public to promote sustainable waste management. The Act provides that NEMA shall monitor and review the performance and compliance of the provisions of the Act by private entities and county governments, as well as public bodies charged with ensuring sustainable waste management. And when it comes to public bodies, the officer who is in charge is the accounting officer, who, is, who will be held liable is the accounting officer. Now, to aid in ensuring enforcement and compliance of the provisions of the Act, the National Environmental Complaints Commission known as NECC, uh, has been mandated to establish a complaints and redress mechanism where any person with a complaint may seek audience and redress as well as submit evidence backing their claims. This is essentially where if you want to snitch, that's, they're going to set up the snitching portal, <laughs> so to speak. The Act further provides for dispute resolution mechanisms. I, I will record that. Now, an important aspect of the Sustainable Waste Management Act is the introduction and development of a curriculum on sustainable waste management which is intended to mold young minds on the importance of maintaining a clean and healthy environment and so as to also ensure a sustainable future. We must remember that we have the constitutional right to a clean and healthy environment and the Sustainable Waste Management Act is a step in that direction. It puts uh, many bodies to check. It, put, it, it puts many bodies. It gives. It grants responsibility to many bodies to ensure sustainable waste management. Uh, this is pub private entities, public bodies, county governments. No one has been left out in essence. So uh, that has been the uh, the Sustainable Waste Management Act, twenty twenty one. Which was recently assented to by the president. I hope you, uh, I hope this was insightful, and let's look into compliance issues now. Now that we know what the act uh, bears, ladies and gentlemen, this is Quincy, and this is Quincy on the law. Please subscribe for more.